What a sick book. Harder time. It's a, sick it's a fucking harder time. God, Instead so of getting like an X-Wing or something, they would stones. get a Bible. They'd be like, thank Instead you. Like an Xbox thank you, mom Bible. and dad, for this Bible. Thank you so much for the Bible. I can't wait for this entertainment. Thank you, thank you so much. So like a Bible was like an Xbox One. You are listening to the Dude Nature Podcast. everyone welcome to the dude nature podcast we are here in the reactor adam's carnivorous plants are dying par usual we're happy you're here with us noah these are the gripes where we gripe to each other for 30 seconds each about something mildly irritating and i will take the cough drop out of my mouth yeah that's irritating for everyone the listener and me and you fell over your Hello. chair keep going what's your gripe my my gripe whenever i get a dirty chai i i have a phobia that they haven't poured the shot of espresso in it a dirty chai, dear listener, for you, is a chai with a shot of espresso in it. I have I have an phobia that they don't pour my espresso in every single time. So I'm always tasting it like, is there espresso in it? It's my fault. It's a phobia for me. That's my gripe. It's a gripe for myself. Your phobia is that they didn't pour the dirty chai into the thing? My phobia is that I never know if they've poured the dir- the espresso shot in. And I freak out about it every single time I get the beverage. So you try to taste it with your so mouth. So I try and taste it. I'm like, this doesn't seem like it has espresso in it or not. Adam, what's your gripe? Does does it have to rain so much here? You know what I mean? That was a low bar. <laughs> that was a low bar. Moving on. Fuck me. That I was a low, my, my gripe. gripe. Your gripe. My gripe is your gripe. And there we go. And there we go. Let's play a little game. Nope. Adam's grip sucks. Adam's grip sucks. Hey. Noah. Yeah. Time to play a little game. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. True or not true? Okay, this is the game. is called True or Not True, truth where or, you tell me dare. if this is true or it's not. Let's play Truth or Dare live. This movie is a 2003 movie inspired by the true story of Lamont Carr, a University of Virginia basketball star who coaches a group of yeshiva. They're literally wearing yarmulkes on the basketball court. Basketball players through the Hanukkah season in Philadelphia. The main character's name is Alex Schlotsky. Okay, so I want to say it's false because there's no way I haven't seen this movie if it was true thing, but it was so detailed. It, I got to say it's true. This is like The Chosen, but basketball. Yeah, I can't believe I haven't seen this if this is true. Okay, this is a true Disney Channel oh movie. Oh my God. And it's also a true story as well. That's so tight. In the, the movie's called Full Court Miracle. Was it hard when their center was 5'6"? Yeah. Exactly. Was it hard for right. them to get rebounds? In the movie, they all have Jufros. It's a black coach looking down at the five, six dudes with Ju- Jufros. Uh, teaching them how to ball. A tough basketball Through team. the Hanukkah season in Philadelphia. The miracle is to get a bunch of Jewish dudes to compete in, as a basketball That's team. a real-ass movie. It's a real-ass Hanukkah What's movie. What's it called again? It's called Full Court Miracle. That's okay. fantastic. Second movie. Yeah. A 1950s movie about demonic neo-Nazi elves who plan to breed with an Aryan virgin in order to create the race that Hitler actually wanted, which is human-elf hybrids. Okay, demonic neo-Nazi elves. And there's more. Only a loose cannon, what I will describe as a loose cannon, based on the trailer, Santa Claus can save them. Demonic neo-Nazi elves breeding with Aryan? Yep. And 
Loose cannon Santa Claus saving them. Loose okay, cannon Santa Claus. Go ahead and say that's false. Okay. This is false, but the reason it's false is because it's actually a 1989 movie. The rest of it is totally <laughs> true. The rest is, it, it is called Elves. It, wait, wait, wait. Is that have Tom Cruise in it? No. That is, you're thinking of Legend. Okay. Tom Cruise saves the unicorns from Satan. Legend. You're thinking of Legend. This is called Elves. How is Legend? How is Legend is a great movie. Is it really? Yeah. I can't believe there's a fucking Tom Cruise movie I haven't seen. I would seen. put it on par with Willow. No, you wouldn't. Not really, but kind of at the same time. How was Event Horizon? Let the people know. Remember when yeah. I recommended hey, it to you? Hey, at, remember, listeners, you remember when Adam recommended Event Horizon to me? Yeah. Do you remember that? Go ahead and forget that and never see that movie because I saw it and it's terrible. Number one, it's terrible. And it's also just grotesque. And there are definitely images in it that I can't forget. And it's just not even good either. Speaking of holiday movies, like Elves and Full Court, and Mir- Event and Full Court Miracle and not Event Horizon. Yeah, not What's Event our topic Horizon? today? Our, top, our topic today is Christmas monsters. Dark Christmas. Dark Christmas monsters. Okay. Part usual. We have a packed episode. We're going to start off with the one and only Krampus. Then we're going to go to the Copper Penis Owl. Then we're going to have our halftime honey. Then Adam's going to explain why we don't have Christmas monsters anymore. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to end with Grilla. Grilla. Adam. Yeah. And beginnings that don't suck. Yes. You have 60 seconds. Tell us everything we need to know to enjoy the episode about Dark Christmas. Okay. Ready? Yep. You're about to jump the gun. Ready? <laughs> Three, two, one, go. I'm going to go with a quote by Al Ridenour, the author of Krampus and the Old Dark Christmas. Really cool author. We're going to get him on the podcast. Al, we're getting you on the podcast. You're coming on, Al. Okay. Thanks for listening. I quote, Christmas requires the darkness. Every child understands that it's only at midnight the Christmas mystery unfolds. The holiday we've spun from sugar plums and annual TV specials can't exist without those dark edges where imagination blooms. Interesting. Noah. Yes. What is our theme? Our theme is parenting strategies have changed. <laughs> parenting strategies from back in the day. We're going to get to them. Dark Christmas. Yeah. They've changed a lot from, from now. I love it. We're right <laughs> That's now. a good one. Hey, Adam. Yeah. Start us off with the absolute banger that Krampus is. All right. Let's fucking get let's down fucking with get down some and fucking dirty. Krampus. Okay. Krampus. 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 Who, what is Krampus? Who is Krampus? Yeah. What and who? Krampus is a horned and hunched figure with sharp pointy teeth. He more traditionally looks like a large goat devil yeah. with dark skin. He can also appear with sharp claws and a long beard. Okay. The Krampus man is different across cultures, but we're specifically talking about European dark Christmas monsters. I, yeah. And okay. I, whenever I see pictures of Krampus, yeah. it's like a huge demon goat standing on two legs. Yeah. Huge demon goat standing on two with, legs. With fangs of blood dripping out of its mouth. Krampus, he appears during Christmas in, we're talking about Germany, we're talking about Belgium, we're talking about Netherlands. Hi, Europe. Hi, Europe. Those places like that. Krampus appears during Christmas season to scare children. And by scare, I mean sometimes he beats them with a birch rod. So why is it a birch rod? Apparently, birching is common through through European history as being applied as corporal punishment to the bare bottom. Like if you've been bad in Europe. In school? Yeah. In school or in the nunnery, if you're a bad nun, you get birched. You get birched on your ass with a birch rod. That's how they do it over there. Okay. Apparently, it was more painful than the cat of nine tails 
that they whipped slaves with. What? But I'm not sure. Yeah. It looks pretty rough. So you're a bad boy. You get birched. So. We would have been basically literally So St. Nick shows up. Okay. Okay. Important to note. We're not talking about Christmas. We're talking about St. Nicholas Day on December 5th. And by December 5th, I mean December 6th. St. Nicholas Day. Good. That day is when St. Nicholas, the bishop, St. Nicholas was an actual person. He comes back to give gifts. And with St. Nicholas is Krampus. So St. Nick gives the good people Wait, gifts. Who has St. Nicholas Day? Like, why is, why don't we have that anymore? Because. What is that even? What we've done to Christmas, where Christmas originated is in this paganism and this darkness. Almost. We've, we've, and what we've done we've is... we Christmas. We've commodified it. We've commercialized it. And we've... We've vaginified it. We've vaginified it. Right. From what it originally was. Okay. So St. Nick has Krampus with him. And that's the legend. And Krampus will beat you with a birch rod if you're bad. Otherwise, what he'll do is he'll put you in a whisker... In a whisker basket. In a wicker basket. And he'll take you back to his lair. And he'll torture you and eat you. This is a story that they would tell kids. Literally, that right. they would Apparently tell kids. strategies have changed. Apparently, strategies have changed. Okay, this is light years away, as we were talking about, from the cutesy Christmas we practice here in the States. Okay, these crazy Slavic Germans and their myths are incredible. Again, once again, we did an episode on festivals. People who live in the Alps, they have the best myths. They're so good. You know what I mean? They have the best monsters. Yeti. Sweaty Yeti. You know what I mean? Busiaris, when people are dressing up like horned goats. Krampus. It's just dark and cold, and they're in these remote villages. Yeah. They're like, and, what could be out there? Yeah, and the days are short. And the days are short. It's dark it's as fucking fuck. dark. So there's some dark shit out there. I so, love it. So, I love it. I love it. I love so it so much. So let me understand. Let me yeah. understand. St. Nick's Day is the sixth. Yes. St. Nick's Day has to, has to do, he comes, but also Cramp, Cramp Daddy comes as well. On the sixth, St. Nicholas Day. So people who celebrate St. Nicholas Day also celebrate Christmas as a separate holiday. Do they still do this today? In the paintings of St. Nicholas Day? Yes. In the paintings of St. Nicholas Day, it's not Santa. St. Nicholas is a, a bishop with a bishop's hat and robe and all that stuff. Okay. And chained to his wrist often is Krampus, the giant goat man. Why does he bring the Krampus with? And do people still celebrate St. Nicholas Day? Because it's the yin and the yang. If you're good, you get St. Nick. Right. But Parent- if you're bad, yeah. it's the double sword. Like Parenting you want, strategies have changed. You can't just motivate with... The good. You also have to motivate with the fucking monster that's going to beat you and tor- and eat you. And torture you. And kill you. So, do we still celebrate the next day today? Because I don't hear about many it Many in your do. I, I don't okay. know anyone here. We haven't heard about it here, obviously, yeah. before I did this. Okay? Okay. Legend has it that Krampus Slam would this. even break your limbs apart and eat them in your house if you've been bad. So, we're talking about this guy wasn't he didn't pull his punches krampus and parent, He'll fuck you right up and parents you should just tell their kids this yeah like absolutely like you can be good or if you're bad a goat a devil goat man will come pull your limbs apart and torture you right so that's who and what krampus is so what we're gonna do now is we're gonna talk a little bit about german and austrian myths krampus is associated mostly with austria it's an Austrian thing. They parent strong over there. Okay. That's where, they, that's where they parent strong. And then we're going to talk about how Americans are starting to pull in Krampus into, into oh, our kind of Krampus. culture. We're getting a lot more Krampus now than we have before. We're ramping Krampus up. We're ramping Krampus. We're ramping Krampus. We're ramping. 
We're Rampus. Rampus. Okay, German and Austria. A lot of Christmas traditions, as you could have guessed, are German in nature, like Santa Claus, the Nutcracker, even bringing the fucking tree in to your house. Yeah, what's that from? Has Germanic roots. And Krampus does as well. Originating in old Bavaria. What the fuck is Bavaria? Bavaria is the southern rural part of Germany. The countryside of Germany. I see. Okay? And the top of Austria. Bavaria. Like I was saying before, Christmas has been washed over by consumerism and all the sweet world, sweet perfect world for the cult of children. You know what I mean? But you know what I mean by the cult of child? Why don't you? I know what you mean, but I want so you to explain to in, the people what you mean. In Portland, there is a huge cult of child. The right. cult of the what child is when there's this creation of a world that's special and pretty and fluffy for children that exists just for them. Oh, okay. And it's hiding them that. from the real world. So, for example, when I was throwing the ball for Blue at the park, three little girls ran up to just ran up to Blue. Blue's a super friendly dog. Okay, we're but unfortunately, he's an eighty-pound Labrador. So as soon as they got close, they realized that he was eighty pounds and bigger than them, and they started screaming, and they ran back to their dad. Okay, the dad comes up to me, and we have a confrontation. He okay. starts yelling at me for having my dog off the leash. Okay. Okay. So that is an example of the cult of the child because he wants to create a perfect world for the children, right? But in reality, you got you got to tell your children not to run up to dogs. <laughs> like okay, their children cannot like run this. up to every Listener, dog. Who's, who's right here? Who's the asshole here? Who's the asshole here? Who's the asshole? Who's the asshole here? There's gonna be some shitty dogs out there. You know what I mean? Do you agree or disagree with this? Am I the asshole? No, <laughs> I like this. Tell me. Let me talk about this. Uh, no, I totally agree with you. You definitely have to train your kids not to run up to the dog because you're going to run up to a bad fucking dog. You never want to run up to dogs. So you're saying the cult of the child is that like the child gets to in right. this fluffy world so we, to do whatever they I want. I think that in the U.S. in general, we have a massive cult of the child. Also because of our consumerism, it generates a lot of income for people. If you have this world for children, you can make products for this child world. So you world. try and kind of teach society that it should be the cult of the child. So is, by the way, the cult of the child is this a thing that's out there? Or is this A. Weitzman 2020? This is A. Weitzman. But really I've talked like to other cult. people about it. Yeah, I, I'm rehashing. I'm hashing. I'm hashing it. I'm hashing it. I like that. Okay. Back in the day with Krampus, yeah. they were not about the cult of the child. No, no, no. If your child no. ran up to a dog, they'd be like, well, Krampus is going to come tear your well, limbs off now. I'm going to eat you now. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so like, basically lock your kid in a room with a soccer yeah. ball, yep. close the door, yep. and say, give me a hundred druggles. Yep. Absolutely. That's okay. how you make a national team. That's how you team fucking player. make a national it's team. Fucking national right. team. Interestingly enough, Krampus is only a supreme figure in the south of the rural parts of Germany and Austria. If you ask someone in Berlin, they might have heard it. They're gonna know what you're talking about, but not know a lot about some of its cultural roots. Okay. Krampus Garten. Krampus Karten. A German word that is talking about the postcards that were sent in the 1800s. These were very, very popular things to send people on holiday. So instead of right now, right, where you get a holiday card with the family smiling, scared of his own sexuality, <laughs> that is married to a woman on your That's fridge. That's just like kind of, yeah, 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 yeah. He's talking about um, a Christmas card that I received and there's a couple. It's just too and the so man smiley. Just, it's very smiley. It's very smiley. And it's just. Um, there's that. Okay. There's the cards that we sent out where we're jumping and smiling and stuff. We, I, I hate I Christmas cards. So what Christmas people, cards what people used to do in the 1800s is they would send postcards of Krampus on them. Beating That's a child. fucking sick. 
These cards are sick. They basically have Krampus with a birch rod coming to attack people. Why would they send each other Krampus cards? I don't know. Cause but they must've been drawings, people, right? Hold on. They, must, they were drawings, right? Because they don't drawings. have cards. They're drawings. So they they're would drawings. draw Krampus beating a child and give it to their friend. It's a postcard. It's a postcard. They would send these cards for all the holidays of Krampus. Right, but being back someone. in the day, Adam, they didn't have yeah. postcards. So they it's would the draw equivalent it. of a postcard. No, just hold on. Just yeah. relax. They would, they would draw it themselves, right? No, no, no. It was printed. It was printed. In the 1800s? Yes. Yes. Okay. So they would print cards of Krampus and send it to their friend. Yeah. Okay. In these pictures, for one example, Krampus, he has the birch rod. He's about to hit the child. St. Nick is in the background just looking dismayed. He's like, shit. Krampus is going to fucking oh, kill this child. It. God damn Krampus, it, Krampus. not again. Okay. In this picture... Krampus is chained up to St. Nick, but in classic European tradition, older, he is a willing servant to St. Nick. He's not chained to him. Like, if you're chained to someone, you know, St. Nick's kind of bossing him around. Yeah. But actually, Krampus is there. He likes being there with St. Nick. St. Nick likes him there, too. He's part of the Christmas experience. St. Nick is like, good, yeah, if you're bad, I'm going to set my Krampus on you. Yeah, so that's Krampus Carden. That's the holiday cards people used to send when they had balls and that's dick. That's what I'm fucking talking about. <laughs> right? That's a fucking holiday card. We're so, going to send people Krampus so, so, cards. So everyone's going to have these cutesy little holiday cards, and we're going to send fucking Krampus beating someone. Fucking Krampus cards. Okay? Let's talk about how... David um, Goggins. How... <laughs> Jesus. How Americans are adopting Krampus into more of our... What's happening We're ramping... Day? So Rampus. Yeah, Rampus. Okay. The, <laughs> in the U.S., for some reason, <clears throat> because we're obsessed with Norse Norse gods, Norse mythology, for some reason, like the Avengers, like Thor has this whole Norse thing going on. Yeah. Or like the book American Gods, which I don't think is that good. I think it's a bad How do you book. feel about Neil Gaiman, the author, author that wrote American Gods? I have only read American Gods, and yeah. it was a 900-page book of shit. It was so bad. People fucking love it. People ride how and you, die for that how book. How do you like it? I hate that book. It was so boring and bad. It was so boring and bad. Okay. <laughs> but people are obsessed with Norse mythology. They really are. Okay. So we have tried to make Krampus into a Norse god. He's not a Norse god. Okay. Bavaria. He's from old Bavaria. Not Norse. A section of Germany. All right. So Bavarian beer is from there. In 2012, the book Krampus the Yule Lord posits Krampus as the son of a Norse god. And here is a quote from the book. Santa Claus, my dear old friend, you are a thief, a traitor, a slanderer, a murderer, a liar. But worst of all, you are a mockery of everything for which I stood. That's what you, Krampus is saying this to Krampus Santa? is saying this. You have sung your last ho, 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 for I am coming for your head. I am coming to take back what is mine, to take back Christmas. What did he say this fucking, to him? That's fucking Krampus. Into the 2012 book, Krampus, the Yule Lord. He's fucking come back. Okay. There's also a Krampus movie in 2015. Do you know who Adam Scott is of Party Down? Yeah. Parks and Rec? Yeah. That and, face, the boyfriend face? And of um, Step Brothers. Everyone's favorite boyfriend? Yep, exactly. He, well, he's great. Yeah. I haven't had a carb in carb in six years. I haven't had a carb in six years. Yeah. He's great. He's fantastic. Okay. He's in a 2015 horror movie about Krampus. How was it? Have you seen it? It looks awesome. I saw the trailer for it. I haven't seen it. Okay. In this movie, Krampus looks like a hunchback, exhausted Santa Claus. He has... Re zombie reindeer for example traditionally krampus is not santa he's not evil right. santa he's not associated with santa at all he's, he's from santa's saint pet. Day. He's santa's pet basically. he's not santa's pet he's saint nick saint nick he's saint nick i know it's a little bit different why right? is santa and saint nick different they're not different are they saint nicholas's day and christmas are different days 
But okay, so but you're talking about originally, 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 originally. What Saint Nick? Here's what we have done uh, because okay. we because of the magnetism of Christmas, we have pulled Krampus. We're trying to pull Krampus into Christmas Day. Yeah, I know. So you've basically listen from back in the day. We pulled Saint Nick and Krampus into Christmas, yeah, right? So in this movie, Krampus is an evil Santa. But as we were talking about, Krampus is Santa's partner. He comes along with Christmas. He, partner, right? He's Saint, not pet partner. Difference. He's Saint Nick's partner. They're partners. He's a will they're both willing. He needs the Krampus to beat the child and kill him and rip him apart if they've been bad. Parenting strategies have changed. Parenting strategies have changed. Okay. Now there's Krampus. Um, I can't Krampus Schlaufs. That was so bad. Krampus Schlaufs. Krampus Schlaufs. Okay. That's the running of the Krampus. And it's these celebrations all throughout Bavaria. And they and look amazing. Guess what? In. People get so fucking drunk during these things. That the performers, there's been laws to prevent them from getting so drunk in their costumes. They get really drunk and they chase people around. Okay, just like Busiaris. They wear horns. Their Krampus outfits are so sick. Everyone's getting drunk. There's some there's some latent sexuality. There's some sexuality going on. You know? Fuck yeah. It's Whenever fucking you awesome. dress up, there's sexuality it's going awesome. on. It's awesome. There's also Paris. Krampus runs in the US now. In LA, there's a big Krampus run. It looks awesome. People are, I think, a, tired of the happy, happy Santa Claus kind of smiley by yeah, this car so thing. There's a zag and coming. Instead, there's a zag. Like, let's go out and be Krampus and do some debauch. Let's go debauch as wow, Krampus. So there's a zag because we've had the fluffy Christmas for so long and now people are zagging. Yeah. So that's the download on Krampus. Okay. The guy from Bavaria who beats people with a birch rod who comes from this dark Christmas past. Fuck yeah. Noah, are yeah. you ready for the copper penis owl? I am. That is exactly what it says. I am absolutely ready for the copper penis owl. I'll, let me let me go in. Okay. So yes. In Hungary, if you're a bad boy or a bad girl, mm -hmm. a huge monster with big teeth and claws doesn't come to scare you. So something that looks like Krampus doesn't come to scare you. No. What comes to scare you is known as Rosfazu Begoli, or in English, the copper penis owl. Yeah. And. <laughs> And yes, as you can, as you can probably imagine, it is an owl with a gigantic metallic shiny brass penis, usually that is equal to the size of its body. Oh my god. I know that sounds ridiculous. Let me say Wait, it again. the penis is as big as its body? Let me say yeah, it's not like a the copper penis owl isn't an owl with like a tiny little copper penis. <laughs> yeah. It's an owl with a an erection actually usually bigger than a human penis. Well, it's it's as big as its body. If a body body ratio, penis to body. Yeah. The penis, the copper penis. I'm do, I'm putting my arm again into my penis to show Adam how the big it is. The penis owl has an owl sized penis. It has an owl sized penis. So it has a gigantic copper penis. Okay. There are sculptures of the copper penis in Hungary. <clears throat> there's even doors that have a flat owl on it, and then there's a penis sticking out that curves sharply, used as the door handle. They know how to do monsters over there. They know they just know how to do it and celebrate too. Why do they know how to do monsters better than the U.S.? Because they've been around for longer. They've been around for so long. There's so much more history. I don't know. Yeah. So we're talking about this monster. Yeah, it's an owl with a gigantic copper penis. This is a real fucking thing. So what does it do? Okay. Um. So if you look online for this, you will find absolutely nothing. Only, only when I found Hungarian articles and then used Google Translate was I actually able to get somewhere with the copper penis owl. Yeah, you had to go deep. I had to go real fucking deep. So how did such an absurd myth, like why the fuck 
is there a copper penis owl? <laughs> Basically, right. in Hungary, it was the same thing. Again, parenting strategies have changed, right? Now you're like, oh, little Timmy, you've been so good. Back in the day, they used to say that if you were a bad boy or bad girl, the copper penis owl would fly down and he would hit on your door and window with his copper dong. <laughs> I swear to God, that no is way. what it was. I swear. I swear. So again, m- imagine telling your child that the owl's coming to knock on the window with his big penis. <laughs> If you're, if, you're, if you're fucking bad, I swear to God, that's what it's it just said. like. It could be a ferocious owl, but they just added the big it's copper like, dick. Yeah, like why like the <laughs> copper dick is there? Okay, they tell their kids the big copper penis owl would come hit him with his penis. The big copper penis owl would come. He would like knock down the window and he would just be knocking on the window with his big copper penis. So if you're a kid sleeping and hungry and you've been bad, you would have nightmares. You would hear like maybe steps and mistake it for an owl with a huge brass dong knocking on the window. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's fucking great shit, honestly. Parenting oh strategies God. aren't what they used to be. Parenting strategies have changed. Back, um, so what? what's this from? Here's what I can make out, Adam. From reading about six Hungarian articles with Google Translate. Because I don't know if you ever use Google Translate, dear listener. Yep. But Google Translate is brutal. Okay, well, they're trying to translate Hungarian for no, you. Oh, okay. I know, Mr. Coder. Okay, I'm not talking shit. <laughs> I'm not talking shit about the the technology behind it. I'm Dare just saying. I, I'm your protector of the software. Protector of fucking writer for software. Ride, I'm going to set it. fucking Krampus on you. <laughs> so back in the day, a midwife yeah. in Hungary usually used to have a male assistant. And that's because the male assistant was usually the scientist or doctor of the town. Mm. So midwife was usually midwife was usually the woman. And the, her assistant was usually just the dude that was the scientist or the doctor of that area. Okay. Who usually was male back then. Yes. After birth, the that scientist or doctor was involved with nursing the child and was probably involved with giving them yearly checkups and whatever. Yeah. So kids stuff like that. So kids don't like going to the doctor. No. Not really. Okay. So now now hold that thought. Okay. You have this male doctor that is giving the kids checkups, right? When, when the midwife was giving was helping the woman give birth, sometimes she would reach into the woman to pull out the baby using a large, say it, large. Copper penis. Copper, no, Adam, a large copper utensil. Oh, copper utensil. Yeah, a large Got it. copper utensil she would use to like open the vagina and, open get, the and get the baby out. You know, I'm not sure how it works exactly, but. I've never seen get, it personally. Never seen it personally. Maybe one day. Vaginas are a mystery in, to get it out. Okay. So. The owl is thought to be that male scientist, okay, and a, and a child's fear with going to get their local checkup, and then the brass penis is thought to be the utensil that is used to open a vagina, and how those two got Where mixed, does owl come from? The owl comes from the male scientist or doctor of the town that usually was giving the children checkups throughout their life, because the, kids don't like going to the doctor. And the penis is the copper and utensil. And the penis is the copper utensil. It's the fear of doctor. So the fear of doctor, somehow the fear of doctor got mixed up with the copper utensil used to that used to help a woman give birth. And then it was like, oh, this the owl just has a big dong now. The ding dong. The ding dong. And there it is. That and that is the copper penis owl. And I do encourage you, I do <laughs> encourage fantastic. all listeners to go look at some pictures of the copper penis owl. Okay, we're gonna take a quick break, and then afterwards it is time for the halftime honey. Absolutely.
Noah. Yeah. This is the halftime, honey, where we toast and discuss and celebrate some absurd science in the news that is somehow related to our episode. I find the story and Noah responds with his immediate thoughts. Yes. So Noah. Yeah. I raise my glass. What yeah. are we drinking today? We're drinking the Jack Daniels honey. Just like every time. Ready the Jack honey. Daniels Whenever you want to give honey. it to us, drop the bag off at our door. Raise my glass. Two. The new Resident Evil game called Resident Evil Village that according to IGN will feature a Krampus-like enemy. And we toast to the Krampus-like enemy. Well, I am. Oh, God. Ow, 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 ow. Woo. That burnt. Ooh, Daddy. It's burned a little bit, that one. Mm-mm-mm. All right. And your thoughts? Um, I still have, I still have like, scary memories of watching my friend back in the day. play. I was too scared to play it, Resident Evil 2, but we, like, did it together. We stayed up all night, and we got through Resident Evil 2. Shout out Zach Newman. Ed Murray. What is what is Resident Evil 2? Is that the bio, bio one? Resident Evil 2... I want to say that it was the first one on PlayStation. That's probably wrong. Um, but it, but it was, it was the one with, it was one with the main boss is the dude with like rocket launchers for arms. He's like nemesis. Nemesis. Yeah, Thank you. There you go. Gotcha. Nemesis. Resident Evil is dope. Also, the movies are fucking sick. Cool movies. Mila Jovovich. Yeah, Mila I would, Jovovich. I would watch. I would watch Resident Evil movie. They're hey, fucking dope. Guess what? The guy who directed those movies. Yeah. Directed Event Horizon. Really? Yeah. We talked about those this. Those are really good movies, the Resident Evil movies. And Event Horizon is not a good movie. That's okay. Some people swing and miss. I did the exact same thing with a friend with Resident Evil 4. Like, we just couldn't stop. We had to get no. through it. And we did. No, you got to awesome. get through it together. That's fun. <clears throat> there you go. Okay. So, I guess that wasn't exactly science related, but there you go. No, a Krampus-like enemy. Why don't we have Christmas monsters anymore? Why, why is our Christmas gone from the dark to the light, Noah? Why, Adam? What's the point of these Christmas monsters? Tell us what the point is. Well, here's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about parents motivating their children as the theme of the episode. We're going to talk about regional monsters in isolation. Why these things popped up and why they're gone. So first one, parents to motivate their children. Have you ever tried to get a kid to bed on time? Or get them to do chores? It's very difficult. Therefore, maybe if you tell them that if they don't do their chores, a Mm -hmm. giant penis owl... Will yeah. kidnap them. Yeah. Or, hit or yeah. a Krampus will make their limbs into little boy soup. That could be super motivating. Right. It could be as simple as that. And that was totally chill to do back in the day. Totally chill. Totally chill. Right. Tell them a huge monster. Oh, you're not going to go to bed? Huge okay. monster's going to come rip their limbs the off. The penis owl is going to beat you with its dong. Yeah. How about that? Are you going to go to sleep? Go to fucking sleep. Krampus is going to come go rip their limbs sleep. off. But now you can't do that anymore, right? That would be, that would be traumatizing. It doesn't work anymore. What if they're... For anyone out there listening who has nightmares of a giant penis owl, and it's just please get in contact with us. Okay, right. we'd if love to know if the parenting techniques. And you do know more about how the fuck it came to be this thing. <laughs> please tell us because the internet actually doesn't know it. Right, that's for sure. Yeah, German motivational techniques. Okay, specifically in mid nineteenth century Bavaria, they being the Germans had a technique of parenting called Zuckerbrot und Piche. Okay, that mm, that sounds harsh. Yeah, which means, in quotes, sugar bread and whip. Okay, so sugar bread <laughs> and whip. You can figure out what that means. The sugar was the Good. gifts. And the gifts back then, by the way, were not tight. The gifts they would give their kids were Bibles and books. 
that taught them how to live correctly. What a sick book. Harder time. Sick it's a fucking harder time. God, Instead so of getting like an X-Wing or something, they would stones. get a Bible. They'd be like, thank Instead you. Like an thank you, mom and dad, for this Bible. Thank you so much for the Bible. I can't wait for this entertainment. Thank you, thank you so much. So like a Bible was like an Xbox One. Yeah, So you exactly. got a Bible, you're like, that's, that's, go ahead, son. Thanks you're so much welcome. for the, oh, thank God for the Bible. You're welcome. Oh God, that was, that was their Xbox. It was a harder time of responsibility. Okay. Instead of, right. So instead of sweets, um, maybe living in a community in the 1800s and not being a jackass were more important back then. So you had to have books and Bibles to tell you how to live and not be a fucking idiot. German motivational technique. Sugar bread and whip. It also makes me think about Saint, uh, about Saint Nick and Krampus. Who's the whip there? Who's the sugar bread? Yeah, good. Exactly. Regional monsters. These monsters came from a the specific area, the European Alps. So in Bavaria, in Austria, what they had to use for monsters was animal hides and goat horns. So that's why all of their monsters basically have goat horns and animal hides, like Busiaris or Krampus, because the costume department was kind of, it was limited. Limited. Okay, so that's what, they have goat horns in fucking sheep skin. Because they see goats and sheep all the time. That's all they see. That's no, but, their but whole that's world. that's easy to craft into a nightmare for the kids. And the reason, right? they're the, good at it. Yeah. The reason it's their whole world is because these villages in the Alps, like when you're on Microsoft, sometimes when you get the random desktops, you'll see a vista of the Alps. In a lush green town. A, uh, a town that looks like it's from the 1800s. What do you mean you're on Microsoft? Like you're on a Microsoft computer? Like the desktop. The desktop that comes up. Yeah, your Sometimes desktop display. You'll see big Alps. and then Adam codes. No, wait. No, no, Everyone, everyone's going. on Microsoft. Going, you know going. what I mean? Do you not see no, these? No, no, you're Do you right, not see you're these? Right, you're right. You know, and going. then the little subtitle will be like... Iceland, or it'll be like yeah, it'll know, be Italy. It'll be somewhere yeah. in Italy or you something. You go on your computer, and it's like this beautiful, beautiful, day, beautiful scene like, with a little town. town. It's like and you're like, oh, holy shit! Iceland. I'd love to have a beer in that town. Like, that would be tight. amazing. That's so sick. I have to do the it's shittiest so cool. work in my fucking to, life. Let me for open the next up six hours. Let me open up Outlook and All right, just kill let me myself. See what's going on with my business today? Okay, getting super okay. UK. What else is going on? These villages were extremely isolated, and what happens is you look to the forest and you wonder what what could be going on out there, or the village effect. If you see pictures of this region, it's just giant mountains in green lush valley with little wooden towns. Like they're cut out of wood. There's nowhere to go. They're extremely isolated. Yeah. So the fear of these monsters is real. In Christmas time, the darkness is insane. Yeah. <laughs> we have like five hours of light here in Portland, practically, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so they invented all kinds of awesome monsters. So cool. It's so cool. It's so cool. So... Those are just some points about why we don't have these monsters anymore. Parody strategies have changed. Yeah, they have changed. And in the U.S., we want people to buy stuff, right? If they're freaked out, yeah. they're not going to buy stuff. Right. If they're freaked out from the monster, they're less likely to buy <laughs> stuff. If they want like a fluffy, cushy there's, kid thing. There's probably a lot more to this story. There's probably some arbiters of change that saw they could profit by making Christmas a little bit sweeter. And eventually just come out of the culture, these monsters. That's so sad. No, speaking of a monster... Talk yeah. to us about <laughs> me. <laughs> about you. Talk to us about Grilla. Uh, Grilla. Guys, let's take a trip to Iceland. Let's go. Chris's monster mm -hmm. lives in the frigid north, is known as Grilla. Yes, she's a female, demon female ogress that lives in a cave. She's the matriarch of her family. Demon ogress. There's some really cool stuff with her, actually. Because if, if, as you can see with the previous monsters, 
They're trying to get the kids to do stuff that's good using the monster. Grilla has some stuff that's to get the parents. Oh, really? To do something good. Oh, wow. It's really interesting. Yeah. So Grilla is like a matriarch that she runs the family. She has the 13 Yule lads who are her sons. And then she has her husband who's like a do good, do do nothing. I don't know what allegory this is for. Grilla's husband is like a no good doer, just like a lazy bum. Lazy husband. So like, yeah, she's a lazy husband. He's a lazy husband. So she's got a lazy husband. She's got 13 Yule lads, which are her sons. They're all sons. Right. And then she's got the Yule cat. And the Yule cat's a fuck. And the Yule cat is a fuck. (laughs) Okay. So again, Yule cat, she's got the Yule cat. She's got 13 sons. She's got a lazy ass husband. And she manages her family to cause mischief on the villages. Mischief and mayhem. And back in the fucking day, it was real dark. What she used to do. Tell us. Tell uh, us what she did. What is a crazy really picture do? online of her like eating a baby, which is which is a lot. Yeah, they don't pull honestly. her punches. They don't pull her punches. They don't. So basically, Grilla was used. Or same, Iceland. Yeah, Grilla was used the same way as Krampus was used to get get children to behave. Basically, Grilla would come down to the village with a sack. If the kid wasn't behaving, she'd throw the kid in the sack, take them back to the lair, cook them in a cauldron, and eat them. Perfect. Is she associated with Christmas specifically? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm going to read a, a poem. Please. This is an original poem that parents used to say to their kids. Mm-hmm. Okay. Down comes Grilla from the outer fields with 40 tails, a bag on her back, a, a sword in her hand, coming to carve out the stomachs of the children who cry for meat during Lent. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So not only was she like, if you're being bad, it's like, if you're not being pious, if you're not following Lent, if you're not following is- Lent. They, they literally used to tell their, their children that a witch woman would come down from the mountains and carve out their stomach Remember with a sword. being a kid and these fantasies become almost your reality when you think about them so hard. Yeah, you you, you don't know that they're I not bet, real. I remember mom saying that if I stayed in the house alone, the boogeyman would come and kill me. I remember she used to say she that said, shit. I was like, holy shit. And, and then what did she do? The doing? first time I stayed in the house alone, I asked her if the boogeyman was going to come and get me. And she said, maybe. Just like he might. What was that? <laughs> what? Mom parenting. Come on, mom. Parenting strategies have changed. Yeah. Some haven't. All right. So so the 13 Yule lads, just yep. like Grilla Adam, mm-hmm. they started off as being like really, really, really fucking evil. Oh, what do they do? Like they would come. Are and, they the dwarves? Are they the inspiration for the dwarves? They must be. Yeah. They must be the inspiration for the dwarves. So they were like just as bad as her. They would come and they come like once like on December 5th. They come, one comes, December 6th, another comes, blah, 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 blah. In 1746, the tales of the Yule Louds themselves were causing so much mental panic for the children that there is actually a law passed to tell the parents that they weren't allowed to tell stories about the Yule Louds anymore. What kind of stories would they tell? Bad shit. I know. It's like, have an example, right? Right. <laughs> I know. I get no, it. I, mean, I get it. I we get it. Like, I killing, it. making into killing, soup, making ripping into soup, limb from limb, ripping limb from that limb, kind of stuff. eating, right? You get the yeah, whole thing. Knocking no, I, on the window it. with the dong that's right, copper. Right. The, the, the copper like, dong. You get the whole fucking thing. Okay? Class, classic. So, honestly. let me talk about the Yule cat, which, remember, this is her cat. This you, is her pussy. This is her pussy. Yeah. The Yule cat, really interestingly, the Yule cat would go from door to door. The fable is. The fable is the Yule Cat would go from door to door 
And it would only eat the children that weren't given a piece of clothing for Christmas. Whoa. So what's really interesting about it is that it is a guilt trip for the parents to give clothing and to also make sure that maybe their friends that can't afford clothing for their kids, that they helped their friends' parents do it. It would only eat people that didn't get new clothing. It would only eat the kids that did not get new clothing. So in modern context, it'd be like, it only eats the kids that didn't get baby Yoda. Exactly. Okay. That's exactly right. It only eats the kids that didn't get baby Yoda. So it was like a guilt trip for the parents. Okay. Which is really crazy. And here's a poem translated about the Yule cat. Translated. You all know the Yule cat. And that cat was huge indeed. People didn't know where he came from or where he he went. And Noah's voice is gone. He roamed at large, hungry and evil in the freezing Yule snow. In every home, people shuddered at his name. Because you mustn't let the cat get a hold of the little children. (laughs) They had to get something new to wear from the grown-ups each year, Gale Trip. And when the lights come on, on Yule Eve, and the cat peered in, the little children stood rosy and proud, all dressed up in their new clothes. Some had gotten an apron, some had gotten shoes, or something that was needed. That was all it took. For all who got something new to wear stayed out of that pussycat's grasp. He then gave an awful hiss, but went on his way. Whether he still exists, I do not know, but his visit would be in vain if next time everybody got something new to wear. Now you might be thinking of helping where help is needed most. Perhaps you'll find some children that have nothing at all. Perhaps searching for those that live in a lightless world will give you a happy day and a merry, merry Yule. So basically, guilt tripping parents do give kids something. There's something with mean cats. Maybe we should do an episode of mean cats, like the Cheshire cat, the, the Yule cat. Cheshire cat's dope. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another really funny thing is the, is the lazy husband. Yeah. What's up? I don't know what that means, but Grilla's Grilla. Remember she is the matriarch of the family. Yeah. 13 year old lads, the cat, the lazy husband or her, they live in a cave. They terrorize towns. She supposedly ate her first two husbands. And this is her third husband. His name is Leopold. And he's a late. He he's lazy and doesn't do anything. So he, she, so her and the Yule lads go out and terrorize the villages and get kids. And he just sits at home and then just eats the kids and complains. He does no terrorizing. He just eats the kids. No, so. he's like a a lazy, useless man. Is it? What is the allegory? I have no idea. The only thing I could think about is that like if you're a lazy and useless husband, that your woman's gonna turn into gorilla. Don't know. Interesting. But it is funny that that's Interesting. the thing. Funny enough, Adam, Grilla is depicted in the net in Netflix. Oh, really? In the Netflix, uh, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Oh. Which is basically a more darker, more adult version of the Disney Channel. Of the previous Sabrina the Teenage Witch. And yeah. to kind of be completely honest, it looks kind it looks kind of cool. Really? Yeah. If I was a watcher, one who liked to watch TV, uh, I might give <laughs> defined it. Defined as yeah, defined as one who likes to watch TV, I might give it a Who's try. Who's it for? Is it for a teen? I don't teens? know. Uh, I saw a pre- I saw a preview for it. And I was like, I'm kind of in. That's how I felt about the Krampus movie. I was like, I'm kind of in on Krampus. I'm kind of in on the dark kind of the dark winter dope. Christmas shit. I also would love uh, to go to a festival. Yeah. yeah. Part four of it premieres on the 31st. Actually, thanks. Thanks for pitching that. Yeah, you're welcome. Netflix, thanks for the money. Uh, so she so she lives Grilla and she made it to streaming. Good for Grilla. Here's what Grilla is like according to the fandom page. Here's what she's like in this special. Yeah. So she remember, she used to be this witch that lived in the mountains with her, the matriarch of that family. Now she's this. 
Grilla loves and generally cares about children. She oh, no. continually, I know, she continually, oh, I she continually tries to get children, particularly the orphans, to join her family. Although she has been known to let children go if their biological families are still alive and still care about them. Grilla detests people hurting children. She also hates men after her husband abandoned her. No. Although what this, are we doing? Although this dislike does not seem to extend to male children. children. Fuck men. What have we done to Grilla? So we've, we've she's, she's a man hater. We basically we euthanized Grilla. So we took Grilla and now she sorry neutered Grilla. In, That's what I meant. Instead of taking children children to eat them, she likes to protect children and she hates men. Perfect example of what we've done to this dark Christmas. The real Honestly. the real myths. And there we go. There you go. That's so sad what we did. <laughs> she's she's such a monster. Let her be a monster. Let monsters be be real in our minds. That's what I'm saying. I know. Just let her be a monster. Honestly. Anything else on Grilla? Uh, that's who she is now. Okay. We're going to take one more quick musical break. And after that, it's time for Opa Kimono. Okay. So, just to put this on, just munch on a baby. This is the open kimono where we freely talk <clears throat> and discuss our final thoughts on the topic and leave nothing to the imagination. So what is your open kimono? Two things. One, parenting strategies have changed. Two, next year we are not sending a holiday card. We are going to send a card of Krampus beating a child with a stick. <laughs> <laughs> What's your open kimono? These holidays used to have purpose and meaning. And dick. And now we have turned them into... Fluffy. Buy things for everyone. And I think it's really awesome when there's a darkness to them. And it makes people together, right? The it dark brings dark, people together. Yeah, the darkness winter, is like, we got to come to... Look, the winter sucks. It's on. time to get together and sell, and do some celebrations. The darkness is like, we got to come together. We got we to. Gotta band together. Let me tell you, in Iceland, during the darkness, yeah. there was four hours of light. Oh my God. There's literally four hours of light. Fucking, the sun, and the rest of the time, the Grilla is out there. rises at 11 and it yeah. sets at four. So it's dark out there. And they're like, we've got to come together as a family because mentally it's fucking dark outside. It's fucking dark. Yeah. Grilla. Uh, I really want to go to a Krampus love. A Krampus that love. Sounds, so you get drunk and run around in a, in a demon goat suit. In a demon goat suit. Or you get so chased in a demon sick. goat suit. Yeah, that sounds great times. Either way, you're drunk. Either way, you're and having, having a great time. Either way, you're having a good time. Uh, I miss Dark Christmas. Long live Dark Christmas and Krampus. Long live Dark Christmas. How about Dark Hanukkah? What's the Dark Hanukkah? I don't know. Oh, Hers Herschel and the Hanukkah Goblins. Read that book. Fucking slapper, that, that book. Fuck, that book fucking slaps. Shout out to Sarah and her boyfriends. May they mm. not be eaten by Grilla or Krampus. Yep, may they not be eaten by Grilla or Krampus. To the Kraken that lives on the ice cream. To you. To you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.